The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are here for another great episode of Bring Your Soul to Work. And I am joined by my wonderful coaching teammate, Portia Ingram. Hello, Portia. Hello, Mo. How are you today? I'm doing fabulous. How Good. about yourself? Good, good. We're we're gonna we're gonna explain a few things about how our our soul and our mind interact with each other and how one gets in the way of the other. And we're gonna dive really deeply into this and Portia, I'm glad to to share this conversation with you. Portia is one of my amazing coaches on Team Coach Mo and she works with me on our twelve week kick ass workshop where we transform women's lives and we are focused in our workshop on building women's souls back up resuscitating them back to life because it is the only true power that we have in order to change our lives and change our careers so many of the women who we work with and who we see in our transformational workshop are talented educated Um, they have a great career experience and expertise and Sometimes they're so overeducated, they don't know what to do with it all. And what happens is at a certain point in time, the education, the expertise, and the experience sort of gets in the way of what's next. And as we help our ladies evaluate what's going on in their careers, which we do uh, from the first point uh, during a complimentary career clarity call, and that can be accessed by anyone listening here. That's mofall.com slash give me clarity. On that clarity call, we basically break down what's really going on in your career, what's working and what's not working. And we want to really understand what's on your heart and soul as far as what you think you're capable of or what you ought to be doing to serve the world in a bigger way for the talents, for the gifts, for, for what God gave you to, to express in the world. And as an engineer or an accountant or if you're in advertising or marketing or healthcare or any field, any professional field, the amount of soul presence that you're able to pour into the, the education, the expertise, and the experience that you have, when you get your soul ramped up into all of that, amazing things can happen to up-level you. Unfortunately, the stuff that got you in the first couple of rungs of your career is usually not what's going to bring you forward to the next level. And most of the time, no one told you this. Most of the time, You just think that working harder or being smarter or doing better on that report or satisfying your boss in a way that maybe you're mysteriously trying to figure out that you're thinking that that's going to be the answer. But it's not. And there's one thing that truly gets in the way of your soul. And we're going to break that down today. We're going to hash it on through 
and we're going to explain to you why one of the biggest myths of having a successful career gets in the way of many successful career. The women we work with, we have to do some very specific retraining <laughs> on how they approach the world. And Portia, as you know, our topic for today is how thinking gets in your way. Mm -hmm. um, you and I both had successful careers, Portia, and both got certified in coaching, and now we're helping women navigate things that we found to be sort of rough waters as we were navigating our career. As you think about some of the clients that we've worked with and helped through this uh, rather perplexing barrier, um, let's let's kind of start out with basically just just describing for folks listening why in the world does thinking get in our way and and how is it that this magnificent brain of ours that does think how is it that that's this important part of our human experience is really an obstacle in many ways let's let's break this down so Portia if you're thinking about your career and you're thinking about maybe an, an obstacle or, or a, a point you wanted to rise yourself above. Um, can you give me a personal example of, of where thinking too much or overthinking it just made the problem worse? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yes, it was, <laughs> oh, about 20-plus years in an HR career um, where I certainly got stuck. Um, trying to think my way out of what do I do next? How do I get out of this situation? Where do I grow from here? And it seemed like the more that I thought about it, trying to figure it out, my brain was trying to put the piece, puzzle pieces together, the more I was looping in a circle. It was like a broken record, um, trying to figure it out, um, thinking through strategies, making lists. Mm -hmm. writing things down, all of that just didn't seem to work. I kept ending up in the same space and going around in the same circles. So I believe when I approached this training program as a client first, mm -hmm. yep. um, I was in that space. I was stuck. I, I didn't mm -hmm. know how to get out because yeah. I was using my brain to try to figure it out. Right. And when we when we use our brain, we're like, weighing the pros and the cons and we are intellectualizing the thing that is causing us to want to make a change is a feeling it is a feeling that things aren't what they ought to be and most of the time we can't totally put our finger on it but we have some evidence that we're not getting the promotion we're not as far ahead as we think we ought to be we're not making the money that we should be making some of our friends uh, have maybe outpaced us and where their careers are going or we just feel this sense that we want to have a, a greater contribution um, into the company that we're in or at another company we just feel like we're ready for something more and that isn't a thought it's a feeling and so when we have this feeling of either frustration or angst that that oh, why aren't i further along when we intellectualize feelings we lock the feeling in as it's if it's like in this hermetically sealed container now that can't get out. And and thinking is sort of like just poking with a, a feather 
around this feeling and, and it never penetrates. And we can think all day long around, 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 around this, right, left, talk to 20,000 people, all sorts of helpful people. But when that feeling is locked up and we're not addressing the feeling, over-intellectualizing actually makes the feeling feel worse, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It just keeps building that feeling, and then we get very frustrated. And then soon enough, the fear brain kicks in. Oh, my God, you're in danger. And this is where sometimes um, people want to quit. They want to just get out of the, the hot water, so to speak. And then a series of other perhaps not favorable events begin to happen like loss of income and feeling like your one's a failure or that they've, they don't know what to do, confusion, all sorts of other kind of lower level vibrations happen. So as you're thinking about sometimes where you may have over intellectualized and put together the pro con list, um, talk about what, what eventually started happening that, that got you on the road to, to really going where you needed to go to, to figure it out. Absolutely. Um, so once I realized that I needed help uh, getting stuck, getting unstuck um, out mm. of the place that I was, um, the first really transitional place uh, where I felt a difference was when I started practicing meditation. Mm-hmm. So we have a wonderful ritual, so to speak, um, Mm -hmm. every day that we tell our wonderful ladies to start off on day one doing, and it's called our 10-10-10, 10 minutes of of meditation, 10 gratitudes, and 10 uh, things that you um, can brag about yourself. And it was in that meditation, the first one that I did, that really shifted my feeling state from being stuck to feeling like, oh my goodness, my soul is coming alive again. Mm-hmm. I can physically feel that. That was the what first. Does, what does that feel like, Portia? Oh, it feels like a breath of fresh air. It feels mm-hmm. like an empty place in your soul, in your spirit that has been dry for mm-hmm. a very, very long time. And I finally got a wonderful, refreshing um, drink of water to feel that dryness in my soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't realize how heavy you're feeling until you feel the lightness of that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the, the heaviness of not having the soul energizing ourselves from the inside out, that, that heaviness triggers all sorts of things physically as well as mentally. Let's talk about the physical stuff. So when we're, when we're carrying heavy energy and we're not lit up from the inside, which is what Portia was describing before she uh, had a, a, a bit of a practice at meditation and found that inner glow coming back a little bit, the heaviness that we carry around is enough to trigger our body to have a danger signal triggered. And because we're not feeling good inside, our body is wired 
to send danger signals to our brain. And we have a really cool piece of anatomy inside our brain, deep inside there, called the amygdala. And that piece of our brain is responsible for keeping us out of danger. The problem is it's not very specific in how it responds. It is very general. And it responds to any perceived threat. So that could be any time your heart rate goes up a little bit. It could be any time your uh, emotions get to a certain point where you have a beginning of a physical reaction. It could be any time that a memory is triggered. And so any of these triggers get the amygdala fired up like a fire alarms going off. And all of a sudden it tells the, the, the hormone system, the, the pituitary and other glands to secrete hormones of adrenaline, cortisol. And then there's a, a series of other things that happen with the body when those are released. And when those are circulating in your body, your body is in the stress response in the fight, flight, freeze. So you're either going to be an argumentative jerk. You're going to be wanting to run away from things that would scare you, provoke you, or your brain's going to be overwhelmed with handling, or you're going to freeze and isolate yourself. When we're in that mode, we can't possibly do something to our highest, best interest because our body is busy shutting itself down so we don't die. So if you're given a fantastic opportunity and you're in this state, which by the way, many professional people are in this state on a chronic basis. And as Portia was describing, when she went through a few different meditations, a few different days in a row of doing it, finally the light started going on inside and she felt this, this hydration type of feeling in her soul. Most people are in chronic stress. When you're in that mode, you're going to be scared of a promotion. You're not going to say the best things at meetings. You're going to downplay. You're going to run away from opportunities without even noticing it. Because one of the things that's really peculiar that happens when we're in this stress mode is our vision literally shuts down. Our body has this really cool way of shutting down peripheral vision when we're under stress because it's preserving all the stuff that's not needed for us to fight, flee, or freeze. Anything not needed for that begins to shut down. So you literally have more blind spots when you're in stress mode. You can't even see opportunity. If someone offered you something, you would be so overwhelmed and so stressed out that you wouldn't even recognize it. And this is a massive, massive detriment because then what you're going to resort to in order to handle things is thinking. You can't think yourself out of the stress response. It's impossible. And as a matter of fact, your brain is disabled when you're in the stress response. You are literally dealing with less mental capacity when you're in the stress response than you have. So if you're in that combination, you're not having a good time. You're not the best version of you. You're probably in chronic struggle and suffer mode. And 
you're not able to make really good, clear decisions. But what your tendency is as human beings, we tend to now start overthinking because we don't know how to get to the other piece that Portia described earlier. The other piece that's really the gateway to the answers is your soul. But you're stuck in the way you know how to do things, and that's to do good on tests. That's how you get out of trouble as a youngster. That's what your your gateway was. I'll get another degree. I'll get another certificate. I'll go learn this. I'll go think this through. Oh, no, I, that would never work. Oh, I can't do that. And then the choice is to play small. Why? Because you're in chronic stress mode. You're not going to grow and expand when you're in chronic stress mode. You're going to continue to play small and shut down and isolate because the body is winning at this point, not the brain. You may think you're overthinking things. You may think you're being thinking through and being thorough and thoughtful and methodical and analytical. And Portia, how many women do we work with that that's where their 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 mode oh, has gone yeah. to? So Absolutely. Amplify this a little bit more for me from your perspective on where I'm going with this because you, you know exactly what we're talking about here. And, and this is a lot of the first couple of weeks of the women we work with in our workshop. Yes, absolutely. Um, had a wonderful coaching call last night where mm. we had one of our newer um, enrollees um, mm -hmm. join me for the coaching call. Mm -hmm. And she was in a space where she got so stressed that she was in freeze mode. She would just mm -hmm. isolate herself. She just would hide from her family members. People were trying to reach out. And she described that she said, I didn't know anything else to do but just kind of go by myself and just stay within. Yes. And that is a normal response after, you know, having traumatic events in your life, both personal and professional. Um, she was in freeze mode. Yeah. Completely. So a lot, you know, we were, we allowed her to have her space and a uh, safe space to share her feelings so that she can release some of that heaviness and start to opening up her soul again. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so understandable how this becomes a problem because our formative years are so very important for how we handle things from zero to seven. We are literally a open source software program. And every experience we have, everything we see, think, feel, especially the adults that were mimicking their behavior, we just take on everything that they have shown us is the right way to survive as a human being. And between 7 and 12 or 13, we're sort of half open source and half filtering based on our first seven years. But basically between 0 and 13, a lot of what we have learned and behaved like in order to survive and live through those first 13 years is encoded so deeply in how we process the world as adults. Even if you've been through therapy, even if you've been through whatever, changing the deepest default mechanisms that you have and how you handle life and how you were told to survive is so deeply ingrained. And Portia, when you talked about getting into the meditation 
state and beginning to feel your soul come back alive even when you described it i felt it in my body i felt the 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 light sort of come up and the lightness um that you were describing and, and sort of empathetically feeling it with you that feeling of bringing the internal light back on and back up inside of us is really the only answer to solving the perplex perplexing problem of living life how we learned to do it for the first 13 years. If you needed to shut down when tough, when things got tough as a kid, to not be yelled at, to not be criticized, to protect yourself, if you did that and it was part of your life as a young person, you're going to do that as an adult unless you do deep corrections about it. And when your soul is not lit up, you are going to go to default mode. And so that was a beautiful, normal explanation, Portia, of, of what happens when we see our ladies come into our workshop. They choose themselves. They know that they've got to figure out something at a deeper level. And when we begin to work with them, sometimes the triggers are still there and we've got to keep working them out and through it. And so we are helping them practice something different. And we create a really safe and sacred space in our coaching environment. Uh, for that because that's necessary in order for us as human beings to learn new behaviors and to feel that we are allowed to talk about our stress, come out about it, talk about our vulnerabilities and not be judged, criticized or shamed about it. And this is all the reasons why we tend to shut down. As we're talking about the overthinking thing, Portia, um, I know I've been in stress mode and tried to think through problems and I get more stressed out. My, my adrenaline increases. I feel more anxiety. It doesn't ease me at all when I'm feeling stressed to think out things and to be in my head. What's our secret to helping our ladies move from that perspective? Go ahead. Ooh, you can tell our my... secrets. <laughs> yes, yes. Moving from a head space to a heart space. Um, yes. what I'm hearing you say. Yes, yes indeed. So definitely shifting um, from that head space to a heart space is key. Um, mm -hmm. Again, I can't reiterate. Meditation is definitely one of the keys mm -hmm. to doing that. Um, mm -hmm. Being in tune to how you are feeling. Um, and being aware, um, we have this wonderful tool by one of our coaches called the Emotional Guided Scale, and using yeah. that to be aware of our emotions and where we are in the present moment. Mm -hmm. um, so being aware, being in tune of your feelings, of your emotions, and what your soul, listening to what your soul wants and is asking for. Because I guarantee it's speaking to you, you just yes. not may not be quite enough to hear it. Yeah, and that's true. It it doesn't it doesn't speak the English language. It doesn't. It's it speaks in in internal nudges. It speaks exactly. in in in, in desires. Feeling. It speaks in nuances. Um and if that's happening in the environment of us being in, in danger and stress mode, we're not even gonna pick it up, are we? Correct. You won't even notice. It's there. All, all the souls begging and urging 
gets missed when we're overthinking because we are in chronic stress. All the beauty of our divinity gets bypassed when we're in that mode. And this to me is a true tragedy of of our human existence. If we let our stress mode run the show, if we let our default programming cause our actions, if we let our overthinking, intellectualizing brain think it can handle the stress, we are on a, an, an endless road of misery. We've got to drop into the body where the soul speaks to us. The nudges and the desires come through in feeling states in the body. And that's where you're talking about, Portia, as far as feeling it in the heart space. If you're not living from your neck down, you're not even going to catch it. And the thing that happens, and we're going to talk about this in the second half of the show, the thing that happens is that if you don't pick up the first several hundred messages, (laughs) I haven't measured this, but it's probably even thousands, (laughs) The soul has no other choice but to start involving the body. And the body will then begin to be ill in some way, shape, or form. Or, subconsciously, there will be a creation of something that will get your attention. An accident. Or something happening in the chaos and calamity realm. Those are the things our physical body Chaos and calamity are the things that are trying to get our attention when we aren't paying attention to our soul. Now, one of the reasons why we have such great success in our 12-week transformational workshop and helping women bring their souls alive and then bring that forward so that they can land their dream job is because this unique combination of the best of your divinity along with combining that with your education, expertise, and experience in a, in, a, in a fabric that is truly more powerful than anything that can be done just with your intellect. We're going to talk about how, how the body gets itself in trouble to get our attention when we come back from our break. But if you like what you hear and you want to get started with us, it's all with a complimentary career clarity call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. And we'll be right back. This is Mo Fall with my coach, with my team, Portia Ingram. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And this is Mo Fall, and I am happily, pleasantly, joyfully joined by one of my wonderful coaching team members, Portia Ingram. And we are talking about how overthinking it gets in our way. And at the break, Portia and I were talking about some lovely, beautiful soul examples of women we have worked with. Um, We both are our own perfect examples of this as well. We're going to talk about that uh, as well. But there's 
hundreds of women who we have helped through this process, through this problem, through this challenge of, of, of navigating life. It is all too common that we get caught up in the human body's old-fashioned, no longer necessary, thank you very much, survival mechanism. It's not your fault that you get caught up in a stress mechanism. It's not your fault. Your body is built this way. It's not your fault that you go to intellectualizing when you're under stress to try to outthink the problem. It's not your fault about that either because you learned as a young person going through school to think through problems. So why in the world would you think differently when you have a life problem, a dilemma, or a career that's not working in the way that you really think it ought to for you? And if you try everything you know how to do and you're still not where you want to be, here's the one conclusion I want you to come to. I need to do something different. Okay? You could call me Coach Obvious, but oftentimes we run into women who have done the same thing over and over again. We were just talking about one of them. And they keep doing the same thing that they're doing. And they keep not getting where they want to be. And they keep feeling lousy. And they keep doing it. And they keep feeling lousy. And they keep doing it. And they keep feeling lousy. And they keep doing it. And sometimes... They decide to change things for once and for all and hire a team of experts who have a proven formula to help them get out of this cycle of not working. And so that's what we do. Why? Because I spent 30 years in the corporate world figuring out my career. And finally, when my body gave me one of the biggest signals it can give a person, which was breast cancer almost 12 years ago. It was finally a big enough signal for me to go deeper into what was really going on. Deeper than thinking, deeper than therapy, deeper than all the personal transformational stuff I had done. And I had had, a, I had, had coaches, but not deep enough. I had not gone deep enough to find my soul. You know why? Because a lot of folks aren't talking about this. And not too many people have put this puzzle together in the, in the unique way that I found to put it together. And it's a very unique formula that I use in the transformational workshop that I've created. It's uniquely practical. It's uniquely successful. And it is the best of what you want as a human being, which is your soul to come alive and to feel connected to your divinity. It's the best of that combined with the best of the practical solutions to move your career forward. Having a career that included working as a CEO for a mid-sized company, as a chief operating officer for a large, large national company, and various vice president levels in between all sorts of different size of companies. I know how to navigate a career. I know how to do the right things in the boardroom, in meetings, politically, in the work environment, winning people over, influencing, presenting, interviewing powerfully, networking, all the strategies and tactics. I got covered. 
But what really changed it for me was when I brought my soul's vibrational level up and I stopped suffering in chronic stress and overthinking mode. When I found my soul, when I found my true essence, I then solved the problem. Because the problem was my inner light, my inner divinity that is the only powerful source that we have was shut down after years of criticism, working hard, self-judgment, not being enough, not getting where I wanted to be getting, not getting the promotions or the pay raises I thought were my due, working my butt off to prove myself. None of that worked to the level that bringing my soul to life worked. It was a huge game changer for me. And when I realized after developing my teams, after developing directors and vice presidents and senior vice presidents who reported to me and having an influence in large organizations that changed after I found my soul, when I figured that dimension out, my sword, my struggle and suffering and anxiety decreased. I navigated things differently. I had more confidence. I had more success. I made a lot more money. I was happier. My life was mine. It was the absolute secret ingredient that was missing for all of those first 20 years of my career. And I was hoping when I got certified as a coach and started doing this work and crafted this workshop that it would work for others. I was hoping And the first 10 or so women who came through my workshop, they had amazing results. And I'm like, Oh, it does work. And over 770 women later, it does work. It's the most beautiful thing to watch a woman who has such great education, expertise, and experience in their career, in their profession to go from wanting to chuck it all quit or maybe they've lost their job or been passed over for promotion, feel like, feel lousy, are struggling and they're giving all their energy out and giving their all of their talents out and they're not getting enough in return and they're empty. To watch someone go from that to soaring, from that to their dream job, from that to being a better mom, a better wife, a better partner, a better friend, daughter, sister, etc. Women who have fractured relationships in their family get healed again. Because they have healed. And when you're feeling lousy, everything looks lousy. When you're feeling awesome and divine and soul-inspired, everything looks better. Everything is better. And you now can be that positive influence you've wanted to be in the world. It's amazing. And I am grateful every single day that I went through what I went through so that I could now be the the inspire, the coach, and the expert for the women who come through our 12-week transformational workshop. And we call it kick-ass for a reason, don't we, Portia? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It is how, our kick-ass formula. Right. And how do you feel when your soul gets alive? It feels amazing. Totally yeah. kick-ass. Right. Standing in my power. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So when we are in that zone... It changes everything. But here's the darn truth about it all. 
Most of us human beings need something that gets our attention once and for all. Because before the break, we were talking about the fact that when we're in this chronic stress mode and we're overthinking everything, we've basically shut the channel off for the soul's nudges. The soul's nudging us all the time, all the time, giving us little signals all the time, all the time. And then stress mode, overthinking it, we shut that message center down. And now we don't even hear it anymore. We're just living in our heads, living in struggle mode, chronic stress, our body gets fatigued, big problems start to happen, and most people have to have some type of external something that causes a collision in their lives, don't they, Portia? Yes. Called dis-ease, a disease Mm -hmm. of the body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your body Mm -hmm. gives you that wake-up call and you start to feel it in some way um, in the physical form of your body. Indeed. The, The thing that sometimes happens is that the way that we're feeling so lousy about ourselves gets translated into the external world and people start treating us lousy. And sometimes we might lose a job or get fired or be on the short list when they're looking to make some reductions. And that's also a reflection of us not really being in our, in our soul's zone. I lost my job six times in my career, Portia, and I know that there were at least half of those times where it was because I was in a negative space. Mm-hmm. And whether it was a cause and effect or just I was in such a negative space, it's almost like I needed to be spun out in order to take care of something that I wasn't taking care of. Um, but the breast cancer was really the biggest wake-up call I had. A lot of times the women who come to us have been displaced from a job. Sometimes they quit. Uh, Sometimes they literally get fired or they're on the bubble of that and they come to us knowing that things are not going well and they need help because they don't have the answer. Or they lose their job um, either through a reduction in workforce or nowadays, you know, it's a little bit more uh, prevalent that jobs are getting lost and people need to find better strategies and, and better mechanisms for securing their careers. Um, But sometimes it's being depleted. Sometimes it's a bully, toxic boss or environment. Sometimes our ladies have gone through a divorce and are trying to reinvent themselves in a new way. And that's been the thing that has woken them up. Sometimes it is an illness. So just kind of reflecting on some of the women that you were coaching last night or the night before, um, what are some of the reasons why some of those ladies are are taking their life into their hands in a new way now. Mm. Yes, they've they've gone through our wonderful 12-week program and realized that they need to put themselves first mm-hmm. instead of always putting others ahead of themselves, their well-being, their self-care. They realize that they are enough and that they are important enough to focus on themselves and making mm-hmm. sure that their cup is filled before they can help someone else. So the biggest transformation that I see at the end of the 12 weeks is really in mindset, viewing themselves in a more kick-ass, more positive way, and realizing 
that their soul needs to shine in order to truly live mm. and not live in survival mode. Yeah. Finally, the, um, the jolt to the system uh, was a wake-up call. And now that wake-up call results in uh, doing the necessary work to change the path, change the trajectory once and for all. We spoke about um, your uh, soul coming back to life a little bit. I've been meditating for a very long time. And um, as a matter of fact, I, uh, when I was a young nurse and I was helping cardiac patients uh, recover after their surgery or their heart attacks, I was a cardiac rehab nurse, I taught meditation. But we were not allowed to call it meditation at the time. We had to call it stress management. And um, when when stress management came on to the playing field, so to speak, in the Western world, it was all about calming the nervous system. And so that's really the first phase of meditating. It's getting one's nervous system out of the stress response and allowing it to click on in what is known as the relaxation response, which which is sort of a misnomer because when we say the word relaxation, we think of sitting on a couch and doing nothing. But the true relaxation response is really the optimal functioning of the nervous system. The stress response is the danger functioning of the nervous system. And so what we're doing first and foremost in meditation is we are taking the nervous system into its optimal functioning, which is called the parasympathetic nervous system. If you want a little physiology lesson, folks, and there's a few triggers that allow us to help our ladies understand and utilize the techniques of meditation in order to modulate the nervous system. And if we don't do this, then we're coaching someone who is overwhelmed and stressed out and there is no great resume or LinkedIn profile or interview technique that we can put on top of that and give them a different outcome. It is impossible. It's like expecting yourself to run a marathon with a broken leg. You cannot do it. And lots of people try. Lots of people are out there giving you a better resume when your soul is limping along and it's broken it's not gonna have the optimal effect. So it is imperative that you fix the major piece that is broken, and that is your soul. But you can't get there if you're in a chronic stress mode. You cannot get there. It is impossible to access the beauty of your divinity when you're in chronic stress mode. So you have to relieve your nervous system. So when we start helping our ladies learn how to meditate, and I would say, Portia, what do you think about over half of our ladies, it's something new to them? I would say so, yeah. yeah. I would say about 50, 60%. Maybe more, yeah. It's probably mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. Right. So the first thing we do is we teach breathing techniques, yeah. which are meant to incite and activate the big muscle in the abdomen called the diaphragm. And that big muscle in the abdomen, when it is being used for breathing, It signals through the vagus nerve to the brain, it is okay, you are safe. And so now the brain gets a neurological signal 
to produce different hormones, to change the chemicals that are circulating in the body. And if we do not do that, we will not be able to ever fully access the best parts of our divinity. If we are in danger mode, we will not access our soul. So meditation is the beginning of accessing our divine grace. And that is the power that will fuel every better, beautiful change in your life. If you do not do that, you will be pretending to have a better life and you will be suffering in the same mode. So you must take control of your nervous system. And through diaphragmatic breathing, you can switch on your parasympathetic optimal side of your nervous system and have a better chemical uh, soup, if you will, in your bloodstream that's going to cause your brain to calm down and open up your blind spots and magically start going away. Your digestion gets better. Your breathing gets more optimized. Your heart rate decreases. Sweating decreases. All the things that bother you as a stressed out human being start going away. And after a few days of practicing this, or maybe a week or two, the nervous system now resets itself. And usually our clients, after meditating for a week or maybe a little bit shorter or longer, depending, they begin to feel some relief in their nervous system. And then the continued practice of meditation can now access the deeper levels of the beautiful energy that is residing within you, that was God-given at birth, a beautiful, energetic, glowing self, your soul. When you then meditate after relieving the nervous system, your soul then becomes the predominant energy that you are accessing in your meditative state. And Portia, we only suggest to our clients that they meditate 10 minutes a day. It's not like it's like this hours long ritual. Right. So within 10 minutes of a regular practice, you can begin to calm your nervous system down. And then you can begin to calm your nervous system down faster and then find your soul. And once you do that, we're now off to the races in a whole different game because now you're not overwhelmed, stressed out, freaked out. Uh, now your, your blind spots are beginning to open up and you see opportunities and, mm. and possibilities for yourself and, and life looks brighter and easier and you are brighter and easier. And you are shining now from the inside. Our clients look, what do you say, Portia, 10 to 20 years younger? From week one to week 12? Yes. They give, we get to have the wonderful opportunity to see them and have a video of them at the beginning of the 12 weeks. And at the end, we compare those pictures, and they look so much brighter, so much younger, so much happier. You can right. truly see their light shining. Absolutely. It's really quite a joy, isn't it? It is. Pure joy. It really is. It's so much fun to um, to watch a human being come back to life. Um, so, so when we get to this point of switching our nervous system over so we're no longer in stress and survival mode, we have our soul come back to life. We now have the energy within 
and we are accessing now the nudges of the soul. We call this alignment. As we use these words in our workshop, we call it being aligned. And when you're in the energy of your soul and navigating your life with that life force, rather than with the much smaller force of your intellect, I don't care how smart you are, your intellect can never come close to the power of your soul. Not even a chance. I mean, it's just, it's just so different. So you have this beautiful divinity. You have this life force now that is alive and well inside of you. And now you can make your resume awesome. And now your LinkedIn can reflect something awesome. And now you can get coached on interview prep, negotiate your salary, go for jobs that your intellect thought were too big. Go for jobs that your intellect thought were too scary and too much responsibility. And if I take a job like that, I'm going to be working 24-7. Your intellect and your danger brain are scared of responsibility. Your intellect and your danger brain are scared of something more because all you can think of is, oh, my God, I'm in so much pain working at this job. If I go the next rung up, it's just going to be worse and more painful. And no, I don't want to do that. So you deny yourself your growth because your intellect is holding you back. Your soul will never hold you back. Your soul will propel you forward. Your intellect will hold you back. Always. And that is one of the biggest guarantees that I can give you as a coach. If you're in your intellect, you are holding yourself back and you're denying your growth. If you are in your soul, you are living and you know it because you feel it. What's one parting thought you might have for our folks listening today, Portia? Oh, I love the, when you're living in your soul, you can love it and you feel it. Because I felt mm. that when you said that. <laughs> um, yes, living in your soul is a way of living, truly living. I'm living mm. in your brain, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> Our brain is good through like college and maybe a couple of years early in the career and you yeah, got to learn processes a, and systems. But after that, oh. Yeah. After that, though, you definitely need your soul to truly right. live the life that you want to live. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, as we're talking today, Portia, I'm thinking, of course, of like hundreds of women who we've coached through a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today. And sometimes just the most recent uh, ladies who graduate are, you know, top of mind and just really still in my in my heart celebrating what they've come through and how they've come through um their their stuff. Um, I want to give a, a, a call out, uh, first of all, before I go into uh, one final description of this, to how you access our work. And that is at mofall.com slash give me clarity. Book yourself a complimentary career clarity call because that's the only way we can really see if what's going on in your career is the stuff that we work on and that we help with. And if we do and there's a good fit there, we can talk about what our workshop really entails and the details of it and how it's going to help you, et cetera. If you want to find out more about my work and learn a little bit about my approach, you can find that out on my free webinar or it's a master class, if you will. That's mofall.com slash masterclass. We've had some beautiful women come through listening to us here on Unity Radio who've joined our workshop. Matter of fact, uh, two of them who I'm 
personally aware of who came through the Unity Radio uh, have just been such stellar, beautiful clients um, and really made massive, massive changes and both look brighter and lighter and younger and are really thriving in their jobs and professions and and just totally kicking ass. Um, there's a woman who graduated recently from our workshop, uh, a, a very talented engineer, super smart, intellectually gifted as an engineer, but that intellect was getting in her way such that she was really suffering from daily anxiety in a way that was nearly crippling her from doing her best work. And she came to us wanting to up-level. She knew she had more to go for, but she didn't know how to get out of her own way, so to speak. And we really helped her uh, calm down her nervous system, control her anxiety, and move through all of the, I call them gremlins, <laughs> all of the conditioning and programming that told her she wasn't good enough or she uh, she didn't really have it in her or that she really couldn't. And a lot of this is um, ghosts of the past, perhaps bosses or perhaps even parents or siblings who may have criticized who she is and what she's all about. But now she's thriving in a, in a, I don't know if she started her new job, but I know she's moving uh, several states away to a beautiful location for her dream job. And shout out to all of the kick-ass ladies who have made amazing progress, lifting their souls back and, and really being much more beautifully successful in their professions and careers. Portia, thank you so much for joining me today. This is Coach Mofall, Mofall.com. We'll see you next time on Bring Your Soul to Work here on Unity Radio. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.